Once again, that democracy is who we are. And there's a strong rejection of election deniers at every level from those seeking to lead our states and those seeking to serve in Congress and also those seeking to oversee the elections. And uh, there was a strong rejection of political violence and voter intimidation. And there was an emphatic statement that in America, the will of the people prevails. I have, uh, I've traveled this week, and it's been clear just how closely the world and our allies and our competitors as well have been following our elections at home. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little cold. And what these elections showed is that there's a deep and unwavering commitment in America to preserving and protecting and defending democracy. Well, and uh, Jen Palmieri, another person in the room who's the same as he's always been is Joe Biden. Always, always underestimated. Um, and, and I can't imagine that it helps going into the G20, going into these meetings, um, that he's backed up by his country when it comes to the strength of democracy. Uh, when I worked with both President Clinton and President Obama after they had tough mentors in 94 and 2010, they had to go make a similar trip, right? There's usually the ASEAN, uh, the uh, Asia Economic Trip is, is this time um, every year, in addition, mm -hmm. and this time the G20. And it's been, it was really tough because you're, you're walking in in a weakened position um, on the world stage. And, um, you know, we talked about this a little bit with Richard Haas uh, when he was here earlier, like how important it is that the president of the United States sat across the table from Xi and looked at him and was able was to say, like, our democracy is holding, right? It's not just that it's great that people voted and that people conceded and the election deniers lost. Also, you know, these are, there are foreign entities that are trying to mess in our elections, right? It's not just Russia. It's also China. And for them to know that is not working, we are holding, really puts, you know, puts the president in a position of power in that, in that really important relationship. And I saw on the campaign trail that you know, another thing that's really registering, registered with voters was the CHIPS Act. It may sound like a small thing, but people got that the Congress, that President Biden passed something that was going to help make America more competitive with China. And so he has the backing. He's able to be, go there strong as the President of the United States. Our democracy is holding, also showing mm -hmm. that him and the Congress are doing things that are going to protect Americans' economic interests. It's you know, far better than we imagine uh, President Biden would be walking into, you know, like 10 days ago, two weeks Absolutely. ago. Say to me, I like Joe Biden's uh, agenda, uh, but I think his approach uh, needs to be beefed up a bit, needs to be a, a little more in your face. Joe Biden's approach and agenda were exactly the things that we needed in this country, and that's what people voted for. People mm -hmm. voted for this country's goodness as much as it did for this country's greatness. We are a great country, we are good people, and people voted to maintain both their goodness and their greatness. I think Joe Biden is exactly what we needed. Uh, back two years ago, I said that, uh, when I said that we know Joe, but most importantly, Joe knows us. And I think he's what we need mm -hmm. for 2024 as well. Joe knows us, and we know Joe. It is now Monday, 14 November, the year of our Lord, 2022. You see the arc of that cold open right there. I want to make sure you know what the official messaging is out of the uh, out, out of the apparatus. We got a lot to go through today. We're going to get all over Arizona and these broken, uh, sick joke elections that we're going through with lots of details. But I want to bring in MTG, and I'm, we're going to have a clip in a moment. If my ever-crack team, a production team, will have it ready, we'll be able to pull it talking about the MTG wing of the, uh, at least the Congressional Party. One thing they fail to mention here is that uh, we've won the House, right? It's it's going to take a couple weeks to go through this because they're slow walking this in California. But uh, Juan, I just want to make sure we go through this quickly before I bring in MTG. Uh, number 212, you're keeping track at home. Arizona 6, Juan Siskamani, a very good drop for him last night. Uh, certain people have already called it, I think, Decision Desk. That's Arizona 6. The next four are all in California. California 3, Kevin Kiley, California 27, Galvin, California 41, uh, Cal or Mike Garcia 27. California 41, California 45, Michelle Steele. They're going to take, uh, they look like they're strong wins, but they're going to take, uh, they're going to slow walk that. It's going to take a week or two. 
Uh, they called uh, Oregon five last night. When I say they call them, just because they call them, that's not a legal definition. That's AP or one of these official groups calling them because there's still people fighting on our side, like Joe Kent, who we're going to have on later, that's technically been called, but there's certain discrepancies. So even when I say these called, they're going to fight some of these. California 27, Captain Brandon Williams had on the show a lot. Uh, excuse me, Ca- uh, Calif- uh, New York 22, Oregon 5 with Laurie Chavez a deemer that gets us to 2000 that gets us to 218 the magic number two more uh, david swikert in arizona one i think decision desk called that last night and of course uh lauren bobert looks like it's going to go to recount but people when you look at the ballots look like it could be fairly safe so you're 220 and actually 221 will be a grab bag of three or four that are in there but people are saying the number now may be 221 I want to go to bring in MTG. And, uh, Congressman Green, the first question I have, they're not talking about, you are going to control the House. Joe Biden, and if the Biden family wants to come and, 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 and come after us, do it. But we, I've seen the laptop from hell. We're one of the people that launched it with the New York Post back in October of or September of October of 2020. Uh, the laptop from hell has um, uh, uh, reams and reams and reams of documents that show that the Biden family is compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. This is all performative. When he's with Xi, it's all performative. Of course, they don't want to talk about that. Uh, uh, but the question is, at 221, 220 or 221, is are the Republicans who have not shown any stones whatsoever in either fighting for election fraud, fighting for fair elections, or fighting for anything? In fact, they didn't even have you have committees in your first two years. They were so gutless that you didn't have commitment. You didn't have committees. Uh, what uh, what say you? Are you going to have the stones to uh, to actually uh, hold the Biden administration accountable for its actions, its activities, and quite frankly, the financial compromise of the Biden family by the Chinese Communist Party, ma'am? That's a great question, Steve, and that's what's unfolding starting today. You see, we have to we have to pull our party together, Steve, in order to prove to this country that Republicans are the party that can lead for America and finally put America first and hold all of these traitors and corrupt politicians and the unelected bureaucrats and the FBI and the Department of Justice accountable. We also have to research, we have to investigate. And we have to expose everything that happened with COVID-19 because, Steve, let's get real on COVID. COVID is the entire reason that states changed their elections and allowed for all of these mail-in ballots. And that's why we saw we lost in 2020 because of that, because of the mail-in ballots and because it was ripe for election fraud. And now we're watching it again, especially in Kerry Lake's race over in Arizona. This, This shouldn't be this way. Everyone was calling for a red wave. Either all the pollsters were wrong and they need to be fired, and that's Republican, Democrat, and every media pollster saying that we were going to get a red wave, or we have to finally acknowledge the fact, or at least we have to get the other side to acknowledge the fact and admit the truth, that mail-in ballots is the biggest problem in our elections, and it is going to be a major factor going forward into 2024. But Steve, I'm going to tell you this. This is how I see it, and I'm willing to say the truth whether anybody hold likes it. Hold on, hold on, hang on, hang on, hang on one second. I want to get a punchline in here because now, now we're now we're hitting on all cylinders here in the war room. We got it all together. If I can pull the clip from Jake Sherman at Punchbowl, remember Punchbowl's the new. There's all these spinoffs to get even more micro information. Jake Sherman and the guys just focus on Capitol Hill. Do we have Jake Sherman? I don't want to tease our audience unless we got it. Let's have Jake Sherman about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, and the interesting thing is, Joe, I was talking to a Republican who's involved in House elections last night who made the point that, like, hopefully Republicans take away from this election that actually the Trump-fueled candidates are no good. I mean, they lost very winnable seats in Ohio against Marcy Kaptur, in a new district in North Carolina, in Bo Hines, in New Hampshire, all Trump-inspired, fueled, or endorsed candidates. And I, I, I just think that it's just, it's resounding how much of a difference that makes. And you see people like Mike Lawler in upstate New York who has distanced himself from Trump, who beat Sean Patrick Maloney, the DCCC chair. So chalk one up for the middle of the conference and just the coming clash between that wing, the MTG to use shorthand wing, and the moderate, more uh, traditional Republican wing is going to be epic because the MTG wing lost in this election. Those candidates did not win. They had a tough time and they lost winnable districts for Republicans. 
quote unquote MTG wing of the party, particularly Caroline Levitt and 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 Joe Ken is going to be on the show, is because uh, uh, the leader McCarthy put forty million dollars against the Bo Hineses of the world, the Levitts of the world, the Anna Polina Lunas of the world, the Joe Kent's of the world in primaries, ma'am? Well, first I have to say it's nice to see Jake Sherman's face without a mask on. I didn't really even know what he looked like <laughs> just until then. And, you know, Steve, here's the deal. The MTG wing of the party represents the American people, and I will do everything I can to put the American people and this country first. And what Jake Sherman and the rest of the, the talking heads that really are just Democrat political activists working for the media, here's what they need to understand. The people of this country love President Trump. The people of this country love people that will fight with courage and fight fearlessly for this country, for our border, for, for our economy, for our children, their education, instead of grooming, instead of child abuse, instead of genital mutilation, surgeries instead of sending money over to Ukraine, fighting for another border while it's being invaded, but yet ignoring our border invasion every single day. And that's what I'm all about. And that's what President Trump is all about. And that is also what our Republican conference in the majority has to be about. You see, we have no choice. Steve, the reality is, is that we are going to win. It's very much looking like it. Thank God, because this can't, this country cannot withstand another two years of the Biden and the Democrats' horrific globalist agenda, and they're communists. We've seen what they can do. We've seen the Department of Justice raid Mar-a-Lago. We've seen them going after parents holding their school boards accountable. We've seen them going after fathers that just want to pray at abortion clinics for the unborn and pray for these mothers that are facing such a horrific decision in their life. You see, this Department of Justice and the FBI are the people that we need to hold accountable but it's going to take a Republican Party that is unified. And that's where I'm struggling, Steve. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm really struggling because I want to see our party be the party to fight for the American people and prove to the country that we're the party that needs to have full control in 2024, because that's the only thing that is the only way we can truly make sweeping legislation and really accomplish things. Now, what we have to do going into the next two years is we have to investigate. And that's why Jim Jordan being the chairman of the Judiciary Committee is the best thing we have going. That's why I'm so excited about Jamie Comer on the Oversight Committee, and I look forward to serving on it because I haven't had committees for the past two years, and I very much am looking forward to being on committees. And Jamie Comer has got that laptop sitting wide open, and we know everything Hunter Biden's done, not just Hunter Biden, we know about Joe Biden, too, and a few other people that I'm not willing to name at this moment, but I look forward to exposing it along with my colleagues on the Oversight Committee. You see, we also have to lead, we have to lead this country and put out the fire in America, which is a dumpster fire, because that's what the Democrats have handed us. And we're going to do that with day one of wiping out the 87,000 IRS Army. These are the things that I'm excited about, but I'm also grounded, Steve. The only way to do this is not open the door. We cannot open the door to what the Democrats are doing right now, and that is scurrying all the way around, looking for any weak, rhino, sellout Republican that will join them and elect their own speaker, because that is what's happening right now, and I find that terrifying. So I think that it, we have to work together in our conference, and it starts today, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fighting going a lot of inter-party okay. fighting happening today when we're talking about the speaker's race. But there's no yep. way in hell that I'm going to vote to hand that gavel to Liz Cheney or anyone else Nancy Pelosi want. If you can hang on for short through the commercial break, Ross, have Steve Cortez. NBC News is just coming out and reporting. They think it's not going to be 221. It's going to be 219 on a knife's edge, 219 or 220, right? Be back with MTG about all of this next you know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? P. 
people who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we're talking about the house, whether it's 219, 220, 221. It's going to be a thin margin. It's like a 10 seat pickup, but a thin margin. Uh, Congressman Green, uh, the great Andy Biggs, is rumors that he's put his hat in the ring to run for speaker. I think Scott Perry and other members of what I think people like Jake Sermon would say are the MTG wing of the congressional party uh, mm-hmm. of uh, MAGA and other Republican Party. By the way, this is Josh Hawley said. new motivation people like mtg so with uh with andy biggs and others coming to the forefront that say under no no circumstances there are no circumstances they would vote for current leadership what say you ma'am well i actually think that's a bad strategy when we're looking at having a very razor thin majority with potentially 219 we're talking about one vote We've already been through two years where we saw Republicans, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, cross over and join the Democrats and produce a January 6th committee that has been a witch hunt against President Trump, subpoenaing him, his his administration, and many others. Let me tell you something, Steve. Here's the harsh reality, and I'm going to lay it out very clearly for everyone watching. There are Republicans in our conference right now that would make a deal with the Democrats and cross over. We've already seen the former Republican vice president of the United States daughter do it. Just think about that. And so it's very, very risky right now to produce a leadership challenge, especially for Speaker of the House, when they are going to open the door and allow Liz Cheney possibly to become Speaker. Because let me tell you something, that's who the Democrats, that is who they're throwing around. They're saying Liz Cheney. And we have about 20 Republicans in our conference, and this is tragic news for everyone, that to this day respect Liz Cheney for what she has done and how she's worked on the January 6th committee. And those people got reelected and they're, they're in our conference and will be serving next year. So the danger is this. Do we want to watch a challenge for Speaker of the House simply because it's a never Kevin uh, movement, just like we've seen a never Trump movement? Do we want to see that challenge open the door? to Nancy Pelosi handing the gavel to Liz Cheney? Is that what everybody really wants? Because I will not do it. There is no way in hell I will stand there and allow that to happen. Or do we want to be the Republican conference that has to unify behind behind Kevin McCarthy because he already has pretty much the entire conference except for the challenge that has been produced in the past few days? He already has the Isn't vote. the reason... Let me, he, let me, hang on. Let me let me play devil's... Hang on, because we, we had... Uh, uh, Wesley Hunt, who came and defended Kevin McCarthy the other day, we've had, uh, you know, anti-Kevin McCarthy. We're going to, I think, General Scott Perry, Congressman, is going to come on here later about Andy Biggs. So we're trying to make sure everybody's got both sides of this. And people the other day when I was putting on people and we had Cortez and others coming in hot against McCarthy, when we put on people for McCarthy, the audience goes, oh, this is terrible. You got to hear both sides. I knew this day was coming with MT. There's no bigger fighter in a politics today than Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay, she's put it all on the line every day of the week. She's not a sunshine patriot, and she's not one of the people in the audience going, it's over, America's done. If you think it's over and America's done, go watch something else. Seriously, this is not the place for you. This is not the place for you. This is a place for people that were at Trenton. This is a place for people who are at Gettysburg. This is a place for people when your back's against the wall, and our back's against the wall, we don't make any doubts about that, uh, but 
we're winning, and we're winning a lot more than the media says, okay? One of the things we're winning, we have the House. Marjorie Taylor Greene, given how you've been abused by the management you talk about, how can you give any assurance whatsoever that all the things you talk about, about January 6th, all the things you talk about, about getting to the bottom of the Biden family being compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, of all of that, how can you give any assurances by you throwing in with Kevin McCarthy and essentially unifying but putting him over the top that that's all going to work out, that a month from now we're not going to sit there and go, we really w- wish Andy Biggs had had at least opened this thing up for a challenge from a Jim Jordan, from maybe some other people, ma'am. Well, it's it's very simple, Steve, because I've gone and talked with everyone. I've done the groundwork. You see, I don't sit over here to the side and just sit in one area of our conference. I go and I talk to everyone, and I know exactly the temperature of our conference, and that's extremely important. In order for us to succeed, we're going to be forced to work together. That means we're going to fight it out. And I, I'm telling you, I've always said I'm not afraid of the Civil War and the GOP. I lean into it. You want to know why? I want to do everything I can to do my part within our conference to force the Republican Party to be the party that is America first and saves this country. That means that I I am not going to allow a leadership or speaker challenge that's going to allow the Democrats to keep the gavel and elect someone like Liz Cheney. That means that, guess what? Here's something everyone needs to understand. When we have this razor-thin majority, nothing can get passed without the conservative wing. So it's foolish to even think that we don't have control. We can elect Kevin McCarthy as speaker and conservatives will still have a strong voice because bills can't get passed without us. This means we have to work together. So I'm looking forward to that because I believe in problem solving. I believe in doing anything I can to make our conference successful for America First. And when it comes to investigations, I've had those conversations with Kevin McCarthy. I've questioned him in detail about what he will and what he won't do. And so I feel confident. And he's also said these things publicly. He has said them over and over and over if people have been listening. And so it's already out there. What we have to do is we have to take charge. We have to be unified. We have to lead with a purpose and we have to fix our issues inside our conference so that we can. Are you not following? Last question. Last question. Look, 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 there's no bigger supporter of the MTG wing of this party than the war room and the war room audience. But are you getting played or or, or is it really the McCarthy guys holding up the Liz Cheney like other people hold up the Donald Trump as speaker? Are they holding up the Liz Cheney as as a a misdirection play to hope that MTG and other patriots in the House Freedom Caucus bite and then support McCarthy against another more aggressive conservative uh, potential speaker, ma'am? No, this is in the news. Anyone can look this up. It's already out there in the news. It's already been out on Twitter. This isn't something that the that this, that Kevin McCarthy or leadership's office is making up and putting out there. It's actually out in the news. So this is something anybody can research and find themselves. So no, I I do not believe that. What I what I believe in, Steve, is being honest and forthcoming with the American people. And the American people are smart. They're too smart to get played by anyone. And they know my actions. They know me. They know what I will and won't do. And I'll continue to be that same person for two years or or however long we have to do this. Because Steve, the reality is this isn't a two year fight. This is a fight and a battle for as long as it takes. And politics is a blood sport. And because it is so difficult and you have to fight as hard as possible, and Steve, you know what that's like, we have to dig in sometimes and we have to do everything we can to stop our enemy. And the enemy is the Democrat Party. That's the enemy of America because they are destroying our country and selling us out. And so this is why our conference has to unify. And I say this, Andy Biggs is one of my dearest friends. I love him to death. Matt Gates, closest ally, somebody I trust all the time. All of these people that are involved in this challenge are my friends. And if, you know, Jake Sherman wants to call it the MTG wing of the party, so be it. But I'm also willing to step out and I know the ground. I know how it works on the inside and the outside. And we have to put someone in for speaker that is going to be elected and not allow the Democrats to pull away one or two because that's what they want to do. And they can do it. Believe me, it can be done. We have Republicans in there that it would possibly make a deal as hard as that is for people to believe. 
but it can happen. We've already watched two for the past two years, Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, and no one ever thought we would see that, but it happened. And so, Steve, what we have to do is be realistic. It takes a lot to win a presidential election. So when we do this going forward, we're also looking at what 2024 looks like. And that means that everybody has to be in this fight, not just for leadership, not just for what we can accomplish in the Republican conference as a, as a majority party over the next two years. But we also have to produce a model that's going to convince the American people, hey, look, Republicans have their act together. This is the party that we want to have full majority. That means the White House, the House and the Senate, because that's the only way that we can actually accomplish anything on the federal level. Outside of that, nothing gets done. It's a total stalemate. And so this is why I'm willing to sit here and come out and say, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm thinking. And if anyone has any questions about it, I am all in to give you the answers. But I just do not believe in, in giving the Democrats any opportunity, any opportunity at all with this razor thin majority. I believe in building a wall because walls work and they know it. We need to build a wall to do everything we can to stop this Democrat destruction of America. And I'm, that's what I'm going to do, Steve. Uh, Congressman Green, what's your social media? People can follow this 24-7 because you said it's a blood sport. The next 72 hours are going to be as nasty as it's ever been on Capitol Hill. How can people follow you? And we would obviously love you to come back on this afternoon and tomorrow because this is your audience. How do people follow you, ma'am? I'm on every single social media platform. You can just look for the verified account. Look up Marjorie Taylor Green or Rep MTG. Yeah, please be paying attention and don't fall for what you read on the internet every single time. That's a dangerous place to, to believe. But listen, I'll be coming back, Steve, and I'll keep you updated. Thank you. Thank you, Congressman Green. Appreciate it. Okay. We're going to take a short commercial break. When we return, Steve Cortez is going to give us, I think, an alternative view of this. Uh, Steve Cortez will give us an alternative view. Also, tons of economics and capital markets news. We've got Joe Kent talking about blood sports. We're going to get into Arizona uh, bigly. Big league, okay? We've got a host of folks coming for this embarrassing fiasco in uh, in Arizona. An absolute travesty. And the Arizona establishment, the Arizona Republican Party, has to step up now. They have to step up and sort this thing out. This is an embarrassing disaster in Arizona. All next, only in the war room. Friends, if the current diesel fuel crisis gets any worse, truckers might not be able to deliver enough food to grocery stores in the coming months. Are you ready for that? It's a real threat. But here's a very real solution. Right now, you can stock up on emergency food and save a ton of money with this offer from My Patriot Supply. They're knocking off $250 on each three-month emergency food kit. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com right now. To get this great deal, my Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help families more. This is the lowest price since 2019. So get it while you can. Remember, supply chain breakdowns are still impacting everyday life. You must be able to depend upon yourself for survival. So get this food today. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Preparewithbannon.com. And you'll save 250 bucks on each three-month emergency food kit you get. Your order ships fast, and it ships free. Don't wait for empty stores. Don't wait for empty shelves. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Preparewithbannon.com. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fire. want everybody getting your two cents in there. Get up. Get a cup of coffee. Let's roll. Cortez, brother, your perspective. You've been pretty anti what you call the cabal up on, and the cartel up on mm -hmm. Capitol Hill, sir. What are your thoughts on MTG? That's right. Well, you know, first, Steve, to your point, th this is a great thing that we're having this internal debate, um, which will not just be internal, it will also be in public, because we do have the majority. Now, it is not the majority that we hoped for. It's not the majority that I expected, quite frankly. But nonetheless, it is the majority. And this is going to be the mechanism by which we are going to start reclaiming our republic and stop the Biden bleeding. We're going to apply the, the economic and political tourniquet to the created crises of the Biden administration. So that is going to 
to happen. Now, let me say regarding this leadership race, first of all, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, there is no more fierce fighter for America in all of Washington, D.C. She is my friend and my respect for her is unbridled. I think her analysis is incorrect here, and I think that very respectfully. And Here's why. A couple of things. First of all, uh, while I, I recognize that the threat she poses or that she describes is real, that threat that the Democrats would, would partner with a couple of betrayer Judas Republicans to elect a Democrat or potentially even Liz Cheney from outside of the Congress to become the speaker. But if that is credible, okay, if that's an actual possibility, Steve, well, then she, let's say that happens, Liz Cheney would be Speaker of the House for about one-tenth of a Scaramucci, okay? Because the reaction from the populist right, from the deplorables, would be an absolute outrage, an absolute outcry. And once you're anointed Speaker, it's not a position for life, okay? It would be for hours or a day at most. There would be another vote. And in that case, probably Kevin McCarthy ends up becoming the speaker. I mean, so be it if that happens. But I don't view that as a credible or lasting threat. You know, but secondly, here's what I think is also important related to Marjorie Taylor Greene's analysis of Kevin McCarthy. She makes the important point that the conservative wing that the Freedom Caucus will have effectively a veto power internally, right? That he can't pass some establishment uniparty legislation because his own party wing of conservatives, of patriotic populists won't go along with it. And that is absolutely valid and true. But here's what that wing will not have is the ability to schedule votes. And that is critical. And it might be the single most important power dynamic of the Speaker of the House. And so that's one of the key reasons why I don't believe that Kevin McCarthy, who is both ideologically and temperamentally unfit to be the warrior we need at a moment like this, uh, it's one of the key reasons why I believe he cannot be the speaker, particularly, Steve, now that we know that we're not going to have control of the Senate, that we're going to have such a narrow majority in the House more than ever, okay, more than ever, we need a brave heart. To put it in American uh, fighter terms, we need a Patton, not a Mark Milley, okay? And when it comes to politics, Kevin McCarthy is not a Patton. Okay, let's go to uh, thanks. We're going to come back. We have tons of economics and capital. Remember, they own Biden is they, you know, this must be such a big victory for Biden. We disagree. But one thing that was quite evident on the Sunday shows, the Democrats understand that this, the economy and what they have wrought is a disaster. Okay, we're going to get to all that in a second. And they own it 1,000%, 1 million thousand percent. I want to bring in Joe Kent now. Um, Joe, uh, if Kevin McCarthy, we just had a full throat defense of Kevin McCarthy by MTG, who's a huge ally of yours and has supported you from the beginning. Did Kevin McCarthy support you from the beginning, sir? Uh, absolutely not, Steve. As a matter of fact, Kevin McCarthy and uh, Pax linked to him spent about $13 million against me in the primary. They spent $13 million against you, and it was basically uh, the politics of personal. In fact, the reason we're about to have this final discussion that we're talking about curing ballots, et cetera, the $13 million in a essentially rural district in Washington uh, was all about the politics of personal destruction, was it not, sir? Absolutely. I was called everything from Bernie Sanders to literally Hitler, and those attacks continued uh, throughout the general election. So right now I'm only down by about uh, 4,600 votes. So you can you can definitely bet that the $13 million at least bought uh, the other side 4,600 votes from low information voters. Okay, so where do we stand right now? Everybody knows where Joe Kent is is not quitting. Where do we stand and how realistic is this path? And what does this audience need to do to assist you, sir? Yeah, I know the posse. I know this audience isn't going to listen to the mainstream media's nonsense. They've called the race for my opponent, but, but like you said, Steve, that has no actual legal ramification. There is still 30% of the votes out there that have not been even tabulated. So we think another 12 million or so votes are going to get tabulated over the next couple of days. Now, I understand whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not, not 12. Ho, 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 Joe. Not right. 12 million. 12,000? 12,000? 12, 12, Sorry, 12,000. Sorry. 12,000. Yeah. Think of it in. Uh, Okay. Kevin McCarthy dollars there for a second. Hold it. Hit, yeah, 12,000 votes. Hang on, hang on. Just hit rewind. For, hang on. Just hit rewind for a second. I want everybody to understand exactly where we are in Washington 3. Take it from the top. Yeah, we, we still have about 30% of the ballots that need to be tabulated. So that's 12,000 votes that are going to be tabulated here over the next few days. We don't know exactly how many they're going to drop per day. 
there is an additional 7,000, uh, around 7,500 votes that need to be cured, ballots that need to be cured that have been submitted and rejected in Clark County alone, spread out throughout the other counties that we have. There's probably another 1,500 to 2,000 ballots. So we are aggressively curing ballots right now. Can you, what about curing? Because we notice in Arizona, we say these cured ballots, a lot of these come out for Democrats because it's a little, they, the, the people don't have their records together or there's something, so some issue that it has to be cured. We just know that the trend there is once they're cured, they tend, at least in Arizona and other places, to come out Democratic. What about up there? And can you, uh, do you have a team in there making the counter argument why they should not be cured? Uh, so what we're finding right now is a lot of our votes, a lot of Republican votes, are needing curing. Usually it's a signature match because we vote all by in-mail, mail-out voting here. So everything comes down to the signature verification. So if your signature changed a little bit over the years, like happened with me in the primary, they'll reject it. And it's on you to check the website, voter.votewa.gov, to make sure that your ballot's actually been accepted. And so they're, they're supposed to mail you or call you within a few days of the election. However, that doesn't always happen in a timely fashion. And so people don't have a chance to actually go and cure their ballots. But again, we're finding that a lot of Republicans are having their signature rejected or some other issue. Easiest thing to do is to go down to your county auditor's office, but uh, we can get teams to help cure if need be. Joe Kent, how do people follow this and how do they, if you need assistance, where do they go? Yeah. Uh, easiest thing to do is to email me, joe at joekentforcongress, forcongress.com. Okay, can I go? Uh, if I, that's okay, if Joe Kent's finished, can I go to Steve Cortez? I can't hear him, but is Steve Cortez there? I'm here, Steve. If you can hear me, Co- Cortez, why don't you go? Can you give me capital? We're having a little d- technical problem here. But sure. Can we get your capital markets uh, review? No, absolutely. So, unfortunately, the awful economic news continues and in many ways intensifies, meaning that the Biden recession, the Biden inflation explosion intensifies. This is part of the reason why, among independents, he stands in only 28 percent approval, according to NBC News polling. And that is the lowest level that they have ever recorded among independents. So I I also want to to steal the deplorables and the patriots out there to realize that just because we didn't do as well as we had hoped in these elections doesn't mean that the American people in any way ratified Joe Biden's policies, particularly on the economy. As a matter of fact, quite the opposite. Republicans won the popular vote nationally and by a substantial margin. The reason we don't have a bigger majority, I think, is primarily because of the mechanics of voting. That's another topic for another time, a very important one. But regarding the economy, new news that came out just on Friday and over the weekend. And I think it's important for us to take a look. But let me show first, if I can, chart number one. This is real wages. Real wages we now know have fallen 19 months in a row. That chart goes back five years. Real wages were growing at a at a substantial clip even before the problems of the CCP virus hit the United States and artificially halted the Trump boom 1.0. Unfortunately, since Joe Biden has taken office, almost the entirety of his tenure in office, real wages, meaning your pay adjusted for the cost of the things you need in your life, Real wages are falling now 19 months in a row, an all-time worst ever record. You are working harder to get poorer every single day of your life. If we go to chart number two, now let's show this. This is a new uh, data point, unfortunately, out from the University of Michigan. University of Michigan is the gold standard of consumer surveys. They've done consumer sentiment surveys going all the way back to almost World War II. Uh, and, and so far, its overall number, by the way, has been below 60 for seven straight months. That is the worst streak ever. The previous worst streak was in 1980 during the Carter days, and that was four months below 60. Now, this specifically is buying conditions for housing. So they're asking consumers, is this a good time to buy a house? As you can see from that chart, and that chart goes back 50 years, it is the worst time to buy a house in over a generation. The only time that we've been lower than this is the early 1980s. We go to chart number three, a similar condition, but actually even worse for vehicles. So they said, uh, is this a good time to buy a car? As you can see from that chart, that goes back 50 years, Steve, the worst time ever to buy a car in the United States. So my point here is that the economic uh, situation continues to deteriorate and worsen in this country, which puts all the more onus on this incoming majority in the House. And I know it's a slim majority, but it's a majority nonetheless to hold the line on the economy. 
And I believe that that job one and two have to be control the border and unleash American energy. And they have to be willing to play brinkmanship with Joe Biden, because that's how serious the situation is for our country. We are losing our sovereignty at our border and we are losing our prosperity because of this runaway inflation. Both of those issues can be solved or can begin actually the process of, of, of healing, of rectifying and fixing the mess that has been wrought by Joe Biden. But it's going to take incredible guts by the House caucus. They're going to have to be willing to toe the line and tell the Biden White House, we will not fund one of your initiatives. We will not raise the debt ceiling unless you A, control the border and B, unleash American energy because we can't have this fall in real wages any longer. The American people are barely hanging on economically, particularly middle and lower income Americans. So all this focus is understandable on politics in the last week, but let's not lose sight of the economy. And this economy remains in absolutely dire condition. It is on life support right now. Thankfully, we have a lifeline, which is this incoming majority. Uh, but they have to be serious. They have to be focused. And they have to be willing to take it to the mat against it. And again, we need a political patent to take it to the mat against Joe Biden. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be going to be back in a moment. We still got Joe Kent. We got Steve Cortez. A lot more in the economy to go through. A ton more politics. And we're going to get into ground zero of the blood sport. That would be uh, Arizona and an embarrassing fiasco of disenfranchising. Not just MAGA, but the citizens of Arizona. All next in the war room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, we're having a slight technical problem. So I got the cans back on. You know, Cortez said, Steve, you got to get the IFB, the cans. You and I, you know, our faces, when we put the cans on, it's a little chubbier. I noticed the audience has really loved when I have the IFB with the full the full head of hair. So you know it's a big technical problem because Cortez is like inside my head on this thing. Um, Joe Kent, um, a guy who looks like Superman, right? Kent, you're an audience favorite, brother. Where do people need to go one more time? I know you're fighting all day. Everybody, listen, Kent, everyone in this audience has your back. Just always remember that. Just tell us what they need to do and where they go. Steve. If you're in Washington state, please go to voter.votewa.gov. That's going to walk you through how you can check your ballot status. Unless your ballot has said accepted, your vote has not been counted yet. If it says declined or rejected, you need to go down to your county auditor's office with photo ID and sort it out. If you need help getting to the county auditor's office or you want us to bring you an affidavit, email me, joe at joekentforcongress.com. Uh, go to my social media, Joe Kent, 16JAN19. I've got screenshots on how to do everything that I just talked about. 
Uh, my website's joekentforcongress.com. If you could donate, we have uh, 50 curing teams out right now helping cure ballots. We are still in this. There are still 30% of the votes out there left to get with about 9,000 left to cure. So turn out the mainstream media. We are still 100% in the fight. Brother, thank you so much, uh, Joe Kent. Uh, and everybody will be Thanks, there. Steve. Cortez, uh, you know, guys like Kent, you know, guys like Kent are the guys that would come to Capitol Hill and change this, right? But we need that yes. majority to stick in here. I, w- I want, by the way, that news is terrible. And I want to make sure when we get a better connection that I can connect with you and go through it. But as only Steve Cortez can do, you found the Fed. Remember, Uncle Sugar here has always been the Federal Reserve. One of the reasons they want, okay, Nancy Pelosi said yesterday in her big, if you look at all her little mini victory lap yesterday, uh, the two things, you know, she's saying it was all because of, uh, her husband's, you know, whatever that, uh, you know, that situation was back at their home, which still have, we've not seen the body cams from. Um, the one thing she talked about, her biggest priority in the, in the orgy of the lame duck is to raise the debt ceiling. Now it's coming from Pelosi to raise the debt ceiling. They need to get a runway for Uncle Sugar, the Federal Reserve, to just continue to print money. The omnibus bill they're talking about, the spending bill, is going to be $2 trillion of unfunded spending. This, this is why in the morning shows yesterday, they're still not totally high-fiving on the, on the Biden situation. They understand they have a burning dumpster fire that they're going to right. own. Okay, But the Fed gave it away over the weekend, did they not, Steve Cortez? Yes. And listen, typically, Steve, central banks, including our own, including the Federal Reserve, typically they speak in almost their own coded language. And it, it can sometimes take, take experts uh, from e- economic circles to, to effectively translate for them. Well, this was really blunt talk. It didn't get a lot of attention, I think, because it was over the weekend, because it was on the other side of the world in Australia. But let's put up some of the quotes from Fed Governor Waller. If we can go to chart number five here, please. I want to show these quotes to the audience um, and read them, because Governor Waller, who is one of the most important governors on the Federal Reserve, extremely close, if not the closest confidant of Jerome Powell on the FOMC, the Fed Open Markets Committee, has enormous sway over what the Fed does with its policy. And so here are some of the charts, if we have that. He says, quote, we've still got a long ways to go, meaning raising rates. He says, quote, these rates are going to stay high for a while until we see this inflation get down closer to our target. And their target, by the way, Steve, remember, is 2.0. He then also said this regarding the target rate, quote, 7.7% CPI inflation is enormous. Okay, so the corporate media, when we got the latest CPI report out, they actually tried to celebrate. They had tried to hold a parade about almost 8% inflation. Well, here is Fed Governor Waller saying 7.7% inflation is enormous. And again, that's not my phrase. That is his. Here's the point, Steve. Here's the takeaway, too, and to connect it back to politics. Uh, the gig is up as far as easy money, as far as the Fed acting as a constant crutch, feeding the addiction of zero interest rates or near zero interest rates. OK, that those days are done. Why? Because Joe Biden unleashed this incredible inflation upon America and even the Fed, which helped create that inflation. The Fed has now gotten religion and they are serious and they mean it. They are telegraphing to us that they are going to continue to raise rates. This is with the economy already in an incredibly hobbled state, as I showed you with charts in the last segment. So here's my point. We're already in a recession, a deep recession. About Again, not my opinion. According to CNN polling, 75 percent of Americans say we are in a recession. We are at risk given rising interest rates and given the fact that the Fed has telegraphed to us that they are going to continue to raise interest rates. We are at risk of that recession tipping over into a depression. Okay, that is a very real risk right now. We've got to be adults about this and look at it dispassionately. Now, that's the terrible news. Here's the great news. We have a majority. Okay, we have a majority. It's not a big one. It's not the one we wanted, but we have a majority. You don't play with the team you want. You play with the team you have. And with the team we have, if we have the right warrior leader, we can stop this madness. We can apply the political and economic tourniquet to stop the Biden bleeding, to start to heal the U.S. economy. And the two, again, the two biggest line items, I believe, out of the gate, secure the border, unleash American energy. If we do that, we begin the process of economic healing. But right now, we couldn't be in a more precarious position, Steve, when you conjoin the economic weaknesses that is the reality on Main Street with a central bank in the United States with a Federal Reserve 
which is hell-bent, and they should be right now, okay, on correcting their previous errors and continuing to raise interest rates. Yep. This is a perilous moment in America yep. right now, Steve, and I'm not sure enough people realize that, the gravity of the moment. We do. We do. Yep. This is the Dark Valley, baby, and I'm telling you, we're going to lay it out all for you. Cortez, amazing. How do people get to all your content? Yeah, please find me on Getter. I'm at Steve. And on Getter, I'm at, or excuse me, on Twitter, I'm at Cortez T. Cortez with an S. Cortez, how do I look with the cans on? You can go ahead. You can <laughs> no, go ahead we want to see your chub- glorious no, you're look, Steve, you're like Samson. Your power comes from that hair, that mane, okay? We, we want to see it. So get the IFB back in. Let's see the hair. Steve Cortez, thank you very much. We got to get you back on. We got the tech problems worked out. I got to go through these numbers with you. It's horrific, but we got a chance. We got some leverage. The debt ceiling and a majority in the House of Representatives. We're going to go now to an absolutely embarrassing fiasco that's playing out in front of the world on the world stage. Yes, that would be the election in Arizona, that is room day by day. You already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart, you need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 